Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV, on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at Benator Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is called Twins, Parenting Times Two. Twice the love, twice the drama, twice the exhaustion. I have four parents of twins sitting at the square table tonight. Actually, parents of twins, parents of twins plus one, and a parent of twins plus two. They are Rita Berger, Katie Soley, and Logan and David Lorber. I'll let them introduce themselves and their families and give you their personal description of life with twins. We've been talking about scheduling this conversation for months and finally picked the date when David was in the family time class and another dad said, wow, twins must be a lot easier than one child. And David replied without hesitation, well, I wouldn't say easier, but I would say more fun. So David, I'm gonna let you go first uh, because you set the tone for how this is different than, um, than being the parent of one child. For sure. So go ahead. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, the, the thing that stands out when, in my mind right now when you're asking me this is, is, uh, is when we put them to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, Logan's there all day, obviously, dealing with things that I'm not dealing with and, and probably cr- a lot of craziness that I'm not having to deal with. Never. So a lot of what I... <laughs> oh, yeah. I f- fortunately, for me, a lot of what I'm dealing with is, is, is mostly positive, yeah. very positive. And the I'll, sweet, right, time yeah, routines. I'll tell you, what stands out is that, is that our in our routine, um, we'll, after we read books, Logan will hug one of them and I'll hug the other. And I'm so into the hug. And then what's so great is I'll put that, whoever I have down, Jed or Cash down, and then I get to do it again. Uh-huh. It's just so awesome. I can't. So it is twice the love. I, I can't you. get enough of it. I mean, I, it just really blows me away having. When I walk in there and at night and they're sleeping and I put the covers over them and I look down and there's one and there's another. It's it's just it blows my mind. Yeah, it blows my mind. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we'll come back to the where it's not so easy in a little bit. Logan, what's life with twins like for you? Um, well, I don't know what it would be with one. Oh, and tell everybody how old Jet and Cash are. Jay and Cash are almost two. We'll be two March 25th. And um, today was a crazy day. <laughs> so no nap, which is a long day. Mm-hmm. And um, But they're good boys, so it's, you know, not like... It's just they're exploring, so they're jumping on the couch, and, you know, we got new high chairs, and they're jumping on that. You know, everything is exploring, so you can't get mad at it. It's just excitement, and it's like, okay, I just need 10 minutes. And it's like, no, it's sorry, you don't have 10 minutes, because, like, our whole house is, like, baby-proofed, but they find 
any little thing that's not baby proof. You I, know, the edge I can of, imagine. Yeah, the edge <laughs> of the couch. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, let me fall backwards. It's not toddler proofed. Right. <laughs> well, and I will tell you, because you guys have only been, your boys have only been with us this one semester. And what has been remarkable to me is how calm you appear and how uh, how much you embrace their curiosity because these boys are independent they are curious and they are exploring and used to stand back and let them have those moments and I think (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe you (laughs) they have the perfect mom for sure Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it goes Mm -hmm. double for dad too but it's just um, you really give them a freedom even though it seems like they're going in two different directions and and very high energy and very busy and you know just absorbing the world at infinite paces um but you really do give them the space to do that and i maybe there's no maybe you can't not you you can't contain two so you might as well just let them enjoy it but you do that really really well so thank you okay rita (laughs) so tell everybody how old your your twins are i have molly and landon so boy girl twins that are two and a half now and life with twins is chaotic. I also have an older one, a seven-year-old. Um, it's just, it's very busy. It's constantly moving. It, there's never any downtime, not even at night. Um, and, you're, and they both still nap easily? No. <laughs> <laughs> Molly has started climbing into Landon's crib and That's interrupting right nap now. time. And Yeah, mm-hmm. well, she just recently started, so I was lucky that it lasted as long as it did. Um, and does Landon like that she's no. coming in? I hear on the monitor him telling her, go back to your crib now. And she says, no. And he starts crying, and she starts rubbing his head, saying, shh, <laughs> trying to you know, calm him down before I come. And, oh, your mommy's going to come in here. What are you doing? Um, they are they are just very busy. I, I refer to them often as my tornadoes. 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 They just, uh, it's amazing how fast my house is torn apart when, as soon as they get up. And... It's just they keep life interesting. It's a lot of fun, but it's definitely the hardest thing I have ever done in my life. And I, since you do have something <clears throat> to compare it to. I do. Um, oh, Scott and I laugh at ourselves now at how hard we thought one was. <laughs> like, we, we look back and we're just like, oh, do you remember that night? And I'm like, oh, God. And I just say, no, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a lot harder now. And I just you just said something that made me laugh when you said how she appears to be so calm. And so everybody always says that to me. You always appear to be so calm. I'm like, but on the inside, I am freaking out. I am constantly, sure, like, sure. my insides don't stop. My mind is constantly going. I just, I, I think in front of people, I appear to be calm because you don't have a choice. Well, what, because what if you you're a parent do? of one, you're always thinking for two. Right. But if you're a parent of twins, you're thinking, I mean, you're anticipating this one's going to climb into the bed. This yes. one's not going to be happy. This, I mean, you are, it's a chess game, mm-hmm. but, it's a, but it's a 3D chess game it because is. you've got to play is. on different layers. And they go, I mean, I, I try not to put them in the strollers, but I, I, I have to. Otherwise, they go in opposite directions. You know, and it's usually if I have my older one with me, it's like, Matthew, go get your brother. I'm going this way to get your sister. (laughs) You know, the other day we were at a carnival and um, they were on a ride and Scott had taken Matthew over to a different ride. And I got them off the ride together. We walked them over to the stroller, told Landon, hold on to my pants, which he was putting Molly in. And he took off. 
So I took off after him, and I turned around, and Molly got out of the stroller, and she took off the other way. So I grabbed him under one arm. I'm, like, running, pushing the stroller, because I had my purse and everything on it, running through these crowds. It was at the carnival that we saw Katie at, and I... And somebody finally, like, everybody's watching me. And somebody finally grabbed Molly. Another mom finally was like, and I'm, like, go. yelling at her, you better stop right now. And she's running laughing. So there's she's laughing. Just, okay, so there's the first message to yes. the world. If, 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 a, if a mom or dad of twins is out there solo, yes. Please jump help. in and help. Yeah. Oh, help. Or do something. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I would never get upset with anybody for helping me. Okay. The word. Leashes, no leashes. I have leashes for my children. They are, they're harnesses but we do refer to them as leashes. And, and they have those wonderful backpacks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, with the backpacks, monster. we don't have the backpacks because I, I actually got them for Disney mm-hmm. um, a year ago when they were, you know, didn't want to sit in the stroller anymore. They wanted to be out walking around and it was hot and I couldn't imagine keeping them in there and I felt like the backpacks would be too hot for them. So I got the harnesses, which are very easy. The looks I got from people, unbelievable. And some lady, we went on a cruise this summer and I had them on them all the time. If they were out of the room, they were on the harness because you never know. Right, right. And some lady commented on it in the elevator to me. And a crowded elevator, she said, you know, some people would consider that cruel. <gasps> and I looked at her and I said, some people don't have twins and some people should mind their own business. <laughs> it's okay, like, yeah. actually, it's two-year-old twins and some people should mind their own business. And some, uh, she, like, didn't know what to say. She got off the elevator at the next floor and then the other ladies in the corner started giggling she's like good for you she's like those are the best inventions ever well it's true i mean when they first came on the market everybody was sort of stressed about it because it had that weird association but if you're trying to keep a toddler i mean i when we're walking or i'm helping children learn to walk in the hallway i'm gonna or they're on the slide i'm gonna hold maybe the back corner of their shirt Mm -hmm. just as an extra safeguard and it's like so what's the difference it's just a few it's just three feet removed from that little gentle reminder of staying close Some children need reminders. We should practice on that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we bought it for our Disney in May, and I used it once here. Um, I felt weird using it, but I don't know if it was just me feeling weird how it looks, you know, or because it was safe, you know, it's. I think I you're just, worried about what other people are, and you got to get over. Yeah, like you know, it's not I about just, what other I mean, people think. For Disney, think. I think yeah. unequivocally, it's 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 a it's a great sanity saver. And they right? like Everywhere. it. They actually like it. They were happy, you know. They think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Katie, I need the mm-hmm. update on uh-huh. your twins and your family. So okay. I have four kids: a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and then two-year-old twins. And it's just nuts. It's, it's changed life a lot for our my older girls. I said I've never even like taken to the babies to the park or anything mm-hmm. yet. It's limited us so much. The um, babies. The babies. How old are the babies? They're two. They turn two when? They turn two January seventeenth. Okay. Um, it's just a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, the girls are a big help, and only Nora I think will ever really remember not having anybody there. I think for Suki, it will. That's all she will ever really know. But it's changed a lot of things, and that's, you know, that's it. Four. <laughs> four. So four. Yeah, four in, in a short amount of time. Yeah. Okay, so. Do you have it, boys? Or? I have one boy. One of the twins what? is a boy. The oh, rest are all girls. Girl. Yeah. And then my husband has a 23-year-old from his first marriage. Um, so she comes in, in and out, and is, is a big help, but. That's nice. <laughs> but. Okay, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I have so many questions for you, but I'm, let me go to the crib question, okay. and that is when when how do you know who needs what when? 
because you've got different You mean at night? Like when they... Well, any situation. But it's like, let's say, like, we know Molly loves being in her brother's crib. And you're like, do I give Molly the freedom or do I protect Landon's privacy? How do I know? You have different... Each twin has its own... Has his or her own personality. His or her own needs. His or her own developmental stage. How do you juggle... um, how do you prioritize? And how do you decide who gets what when? You just go with your gut. You just yeah. do whatever is going to be quickest you go with, and then you turn to the next one. <sighs> but by then, the other one needs something else. So, I, I give in to the hardest twin. Is that yeah, always the same? Usually. It's ah, yeah. a tough one. Yeah, it's usually it's and usually real. Real. Yeah. She's very particular. Mm-hmm. She's she's not the baby, but acts like the baby. And I'm too tired to do anything like I would have done with my older kids. So. Usually, yeah, I give I give in to her, and he's so easygoing that he gets over it in a few minutes. So it's the same with me, really. Really, Molly, because <laughs> Molly's got the intensity. Molly is definitely the dominant twin, and she is. I, I definitely give in to her. I've never yeah. thought about that until you said that. I mean, I thinking about it, I realize I give in yeah. to her more because Landon will just be like, okay, yeah. yeah. Do you guys have that same situation? That, that totally happens. Huh? You're saying that because mm-hmm. Jet, our older one, it's almost like I'm talking to a kid that's like 30. I'm like, come on, Jet. <laughs> and he'll be like, all right, and gives cash, whatever cash is crying about, and and we go on, you know. And I'm, I'm that's so funny that he, cash definitely, I feel like, takes more attention because he's now he's starting to scream uh, (laughs) going through that and it's like what is going on around here and Jed is like just Mr. Cool uh, it's funny because well I feel like they switch back and forth but Jed he craves more of everyone's attention more of the time so I feel like Cash is more tantrum like he has to cry really loud or do something to get that attention because Jet's always like... He's charming. Yeah. And he's yeah. engaged in, yeah. with adults in an easy way. Yeah, like, or if we're pushing, like, uh, the, you know, cart around the house or whatever, like, we have one of those things that you're supposed to use outside, but we push okay. around the house. And, um, like, right away, Jet needs to be held while we're pushing cash around. You know, cash doesn't need to be held. It's just... Jet needs the attention most of the time, so Cash has to kind of act out. Yeah, he's a definite actor. Is it, is, and that's a tough one because it's like, while it's working, don't change a thing. Right. But I think it's one of the things you want to put on that radar that says, you know, at some point it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy where the one who always gets the, you know, the positive attention is going to just take that for granted and be like the, hi, God. Oh, it's already yeah. like that. My <laughs> already like that. She knows. She knows. Yeah. And Landon's just so laid back, and she's not. She's well, like, what's the, what's the twins' motto, right? Same isn't same isn't fair, and and fair isn't equal. I mean, mm-hmm. to each child what they need, and it's just figuring mm-hmm. out, you know, how do you look in that eye and make sure that the laid back child really is that is genuinely laid back and like, okay, fine, I don't care. And um, until they do care, then you don't have to go out of your way to overmanage their situation right. I guess. so what about for you guys well Matthew's so much older so much older <laughs> but, yeah, but is years. it do did, did they have to balance out attention in that in that dynamic at all where you mean the it, twins take a lot of attention and so yes we, we, we have problems I mean he knows 
he, he knows that it's hard and he knows, you know, but he does. He is almost only seven years old also. And I forget that because I treat him like he's a third adult in the house. Right. You know, right. he's my third set of hands. He's a great helper, but he's also a kid. And I do forget that. And he, you know, sometimes he'll say to me, you know, the babies get all the attention or when I put them down for the nap and I just want to sit down on the couch for five minutes before I get up and start doing laundry and dishes and cleaning up and the, the, the tornado, you know, the tornadoes that came through. I, um, you know, he'll say to me, can't you just play with me? And I'm like, oh, I just want to sit for five minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, it is hard finding that balance, but I, I try. And I think Scott and I have got it down to a good science as far as, you know, he does a lot with Matthew. And that's good because Matthew's, you know, he's older, so it's good to have that daddy-son time. And whereas, But then I'm stuck with the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know, it's, a, it's a hard balance. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the girls are, they're on all the time. Mm-hmm. And they have to balance their affection with the babies, I find. That that's kind of, you get Rio today, you get Kiai, and whoever's going to be more loving, that they kind of fight with who's going to get that attention. <laughs> For me, they've just, they just kind of go with it. They mm-hmm. have not been too demanding um, on on the time that I have with them, and it's so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, even for Nora to do homework, it's just so hard, mm-hmm. yeah. so hard to manage that time. Because well, homework's so hard these days, so too. Well, it's like they can't do it by themselves. <laughs> and she doesn't even have that much, but just to get the quiet, like we have not been able to even figure out that 15 minutes of time. Um, it's... We, I just always say to them, if you could just if you just give me a few minutes with them where I can get them occupied, then I can give you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard. It's a, it's a lot of waiting for attention. A lot time. of waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of go play. Go play. You yeah. get, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I mean, it may turn out that they turn out to be far more resilient and resourceful and independent because they've grown up that way. Okay, so in the waiting game of everybody's needs getting met... Um, how do you know? How do how do they know that each one is going to get what they need, or do you have to divide and conquer? I mean, do they each need someone on one time? Do they go ahead? Look. I feel like they pretty much go back and forth. When one of them needs something, almost one kind of lets that other one have it. So it kind of works. Like they kind of work together. We all work together. Like. I don't really feel like both of them have ever been so out of control. It's usually just one or the other. Or, like, when they're both sick, it's usually one's a lot, like, more sick than the other one. And it's just never, I don't know, they both let each other have their time. Or if one won't go to sleep one night, the next night will be the other one. So It's, it's almost like Molly running after Landon runs. It's like, oh, he had a great yeah. idea. I think there is this synchronicity between twins where they're connected to each other in a way that we're kind of excluded from or even you guys are so so talk about that relationship between them well i mean just a few days ago they wanted to take naps together and i tried that they just keep wrestling Mm -hmm. in their crib they won't like calm down but every time i take jet out then cash is now climbing over into jet's and so it just becomes, like, chaotic. Um, but you could just tell their bond is. Like, when they're walking now, like, I ask them to hold hands once, and now they do it, like, without me asking. Or they'll put, like, their heads on each other or just, like, try to be close to each other and touch each other. And it's just... 
It makes you so want to have a twin. Yeah. I mean, of your own. I mean, oh, yeah. what, what a good way to go through the world. Um, oh, yeah. So, do you see that closeness? Did oh, you totally. see it, and you saw it from when they were babies? Yeah, I, I love s- sitting back and just watching them do their thing. See, know? I'm telling you, these guys are really laid back, and, and I mean, even when they're climbing out the cribs, Logan's like, "Yeah, it's all gonna work out." <laughs> that that didn't work out, but the next time it's gonna work out. Well, it was funny because today, today, to um, like all of a sudden, I'm like, "Okay, let me go get your brother," because the floors were wet. So I come back, Cash is out of his crib. I'm like, Ugh, "No, like." I could get upset at him, but then he's just going to probably do it again. So, I, and it's kind of funny. It's like almost like, how did you just do that? There's mm-hmm. nothing to climb. He's been climbing. He's jumping. It's like almost amazing. So, um, you know, we need to- toddler beds mm-hmm. fast, I think. But yeah, I yelled at him, actually. A little. I got scared. I was, I was playing with Jet just before. And uh, focused totally on Jet. And I looked up, and Cash was halfway out. And uh, and I just, it just came out, hey! You know? <laughs> and he, I mean, he really hopped back in fast. And then he gave me the pouty lips. And it almost, like, I could see he was really upset and scared, like, a little. And I was like, watch it. <laughs> watching you. But they need that. Yeah, they need that to know. I mean, yeah. well, that's not safe, climbing out of the It was a genuine right? reaction. Yeah. I mean, he understood. I, I My dad right is worried about me doing this. Right. Sure. I try to show some boundaries. I mean, at the same time, being a little laid back, giving them a little space, but, you know, certainly you got to have some boundaries. Okay, so what rules do you need for, for twins? I don't know if we have rules, necessarily. I just... Maybe you do. I don't know. Okay, well, I have a lot of rules. <laughs> <laughs> rules or routines? Ways of doing it's things more routines that keep Because sane. rules, keep I sane. feel like you have to go with the flow. Uh, every day is different. Every hour is different. I feel like it's just... I feel The older they get, the harder it gets. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it just... It, it, because they want to be more independent. They want to be... They're, so they whether just, they rule routine can, I mean, if it's simple things like walking around the house with food. Um, I try, the, the transition but then to it gets to a point where I'm like, oh, forget it. Just take the Cheerios and walk around. I don't care anymore. Okay. I don't care if you're leaving goldfish crumbs everywhere. I'll clean it up later. Just as long as you're happy and you're not screaming at me and you're not, you know, pulling on me, then letting me get, you know, put a load of laundry into the dryer, that's fine. Let them... Okay. That's why I feel like you so know, does they everybody let agree go of a lot. Being parent of twins is a lot laid, more laid back than, than the order to that... To degree. And then also, yes, because you do kind of get to the point where you're like, whatever but then also you have to be so this way too just to make sure that everybody gets I mean the routine mm-hmm. I do feel like is that that's probably what's and I'm not much of a routine person but it it kind of just happens okay so what's own. your sanity routine um well in the morning we have to get Nora to school um and so the babies are kind of up and screaming mm-hmm. up until about eight and then Rob gets them up and dressed and does their hair and brings them down and we just kind of I don't know, putz around, do some errands. They go down for a nap at 2 if they sleep, and then eat dinner, play, and then they're up in the middle of the night, like party time. With each other? Well, sometimes with each other, sometimes one, sometimes the other, sometimes every night's different. Yeah. But so during the day, though, it's every day. So and you bring them out of the bedroom? Oh, gosh, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would never have done it with Nora and Suki, but... There's other people sleeping in the house, and it started a terrible pattern, and now every night, I mean, yeah, they're up. Yeah. 
And that, I mean, of course it happens when you have more than one child, even of different ages. This idea that the baby's going to wake the older one or the older one's going to wake the baby. And it's a tough one. I mean, my opinion, take it or leave it, is that idea that you can always go to the older children and say, your brother's going to learn to sleep in his crib. It's going to take a few nights. And if you hear screaming, he's safe. And mommy and daddy are taking care of it and helping him. But he's going to be loud for a little bit. Go ahead, go back to sleep. No one's ever heard Rio scream, I don't think. Really? Like, it's the loudest scream okay. ever okay. that sounds like we're killing her. That's like okay. Molly. Yeah, it, <laughs> there's no way. Okay. I mean, it's it's almost faster for me to get her out of bed, do whatever she needs, even if, if, even if it takes two hours. If she's up, and then it would be for me to try to listen to her okay. scream until morning. Okay. And Molly? Molly, definitely. She'll sit there and scream, Molly! Hey, Molly! <laughs> and, and what do you do? Um, I'll let her go for a little bit. Sometimes she'll put herself back to sleep. Lately, I've been going in there just to get it over with, just get it. But she'll go back to sleep once I go in there. Matthew, thank God, the beginning he woke up, but, and his room is right next to theirs. He sleeps through, I mean, both of them. They could both be up screaming all night, and, and he would sleep through it. But I think he's just gotten used to it. Okay. And do the boys if disturb they, each other other than climbing? They sleep through the night. Pretty much. It's just like the bedtime routine going to bed. It's like, oh, I dropped my binky, cash, like a hundred times, mm-hmm. drops his binky, go in. Now he just started screaming like so loud. I haven't Mom. heard him yet. Dad! <laughs> <laughs> and I don't call him, Dad! And then, oh. you know, now I'm nervous if you don't get the binky or if you don't go in, he's going to jump over. So it's like I have to be watching on the monitor. You know, as soon as I see a leg up, then I go in so, do you have the monitor that you can talk to them? Yeah, that's. I started doing that when I saw Molly climbing over, and I, I press it on. I'm like, get back in your crib. <laughs> she like freaks out and goes back and lays down. Like, where's that coming from? That's God, yeah. that's right. The voice of God sees yeah. all. Mom and Dad yeah. see all. You bet. Okay, so another question that always seems to be a big twin question, and and it's an it's a hypothetical for you guys. But Rita, I think, is already starting to ask it or wonder about it. That idea of, like, when they do things, do they need to do it together or separate, same or different? So for the school question always becomes a big one. You know, when they start programs, most programs that I know of will always keep them together initially. But there is this opinion out there that says start splitting them so that they can have their own independence. And again, especially when you see the dynamic of one child be taking up, you know, being just sort of being that lead person, and the other, you don't want that other child to sort of always defer. So a lot of schools and programs separate, um, and that even if it's not school, that could be, you know, anything that you're doing together where you want each child to feel their own independence and mm-hmm. and autonomy. So Rita, together or separate? Today, this is their first year in school, and they are together. Um, I've already been approached and asked to separate them next year, but really no reason. They don't really don't interact with each other. They don't depend on each other. I don't know if it's because they're boy girl. Um, you know, they do their own thing. They're gra- they gravitate towards different centers. They they just they'll always their teachers say they will always like turn and look for each other and you know what, they're what aware of the other one, yeah. which is you know fine. They're they're siblings. They're not only twins. They're siblings. Right. If you know. And but I feel like friends do that too. I feel like they would do that with their friends too. And and 
I'm, I'm questioning next year. I, I don't know if I want to separate them or keep them together. There are There's something that a lot of people don't know. There are several states that have a twin law, and Florida is one of them, where it's the parent's right to choose in school if you would like your children together or not. So because in some states you couldn't choose some states you cannot choose some states the um, administrators are so gung ho on separating twins and I don't know why they you know if you don't know don't have twins you don't know what it's like if you're not a twin you don't know what it's like so I don't know what gives them the authority to decide that but luckily Florida in the state of Florida we have the right to choose. If our children are together or not. Interesting. I didn't know a that. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. A lot of administrators don't Thank know you that. For a lot of twin that. parents don't know that. Yeah. But another twin parent did tell me that because she had to fight for her boys to be together. So, I mean, for my sanity, I would like them together. Um, oh, right. Because somebody else talked about this. Mm-hmm. It's double sets of birthday invitations. Yes. I mean, it yes. could be 40 people at a yes. birthday party. Double <laughs> sure. birthday Double parties, du- I mean, double, double class assignment. Yeah. Going to different, you know, if they have a, a show or they having like, you know, different, you know, here at B'nai Tor, they have different fun things where you have or to Shabbat, be, you know. Yeah, in each classroom, how am I going to go back and forth? Scott can only take so many days off, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and who do I go to? Right, you're, right. you're torn. So, of course, that selfish part of me would like them together. If it, I think if it was a problem where they would, one wasn't developing because the other one was doing everything, which is a, how it is with a lot of twins also from what I hear, then I would, of course, separate them and let them learn to be alone. But well, Are there times like other than know. school when you'd like, when they, when you like to see them in separate settings? I so that did. They, so they do. Um, Molly does ballet. Landon does not. So, uh, and then Landon will do t-ball and Molly will not so they I mean they do have their own separate activities and they will growing up because they are different sex I mean I'm sure with same sex it'll probably be harder doing same activities but maybe they might be drawn to different things you know you know but um you know Landon just doesn't have interest either you know if I, he wanted to do ballet of course I would put him in it but sure. he just doesn't have interest but I like that she has that time something to do something wrong herself and she can I, I don't you know that that's Molly ballet is Molly and Landon knows baseball is him and that's, that's okay so I like okay. that interesting Katie um together uh, do they do things two and a half. my older one plays baseball so Landon thinks he's a baseball star oh, <laughs> he really does yes yeah. um we started school this um fall and I took him out um but they were together, and I will put them together again. Um, I think it would be different with same sex. I think that would present different challenges for boy girl for us. It, there's no reason for me to separate them. They check on each other also, from what I understand. Look back every once in a while, would kind of come and talk, and then go. I mean, he's all cars and balls, and mm-hmm. she really just was drawn to the teacher and and kind of some messy art stuff. So there was no reason to separate them. Right now, I think my biggest thought is, like, potty training. I feel like they'll be ready at different times. Oh, there's a big one. There's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Each child when they're ready. Yeah. And each child in the style that they're ready, which I will be. I have one potty trained. Molly is, Landon is not. Yeah. no interest. Oh. I mean, I've and I've never had a boy before, so I don't really know how that will go. And I've heard that it takes longer, and, you know, my girls were ready. There's no research to, to support that. Um, just anecdotal, I it's guess. It's anecdotal. So it's, you know, and it's. 
um, they, they, all children four to six months to go through the potty learning process. And when they're ready, boom. But it's uh, but the readiness and the pieces of the puzzle come together yeah. in different ways. And, so. and I think that they will. Yeah. I mean, she's... So, but for school, I think that for now they'll stay the same. And then when we get to school, I guess I'll be able to decide. I'll, I'll know them academically And do you enough. mostly take them? Do you have any time when, you're, when you go out with the children individually? Every once in a while. Like if one of them's being fussy, I'll say, I'll, I'll t- usually her, I'll take her with me. So, you, mm-hmm. you know, and you can, Rob can stay with Kiahi for a while. Um, and then at night, if one of them wakes up, I have that time. But mm-hmm. no, I mean, with that many other kids, there's not really much time for one-on-one. She also does dance, but it's um, in the mix of everybody else doing dance. So Suki goes, then Rio goes, then Nora, <laughs> and we just kind of are on a road. They're <laughs> dance family. Yeah. So your boys, I mean, your boys are very independent from each other. Um, yeah. But how do you see the alone together um, dynamic? I'm thinking uh, together for now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't so have a like, problem down the road going separate, but I yeah, don't, I don't feel like I want to put them separate right now. Right. I mean, I, I mean, there's no recommendation to do that, especially as they begin whatever they're going to begin in the next year. But um, yeah, they always go separate. They're like they don't even sit next to each other. At the they table. don't even sit next to each other at the table. <laughs> they don't. That's how Molly Lynn yeah. learned yeah. separation. Yeah. 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 The first few like classes, I was like, oh, I put them together, and then once they like sat separate, I'm like, no, that's good. Let them sit where they mm-hmm. want. Yeah. So you don't find any, you're not experiencing anything where you have to, where you feel like it's, it requires extra effort or management to respect their individuality. It's just, they are, it's your so family. So we really don't do anything separate, yeah. except like go to the hospital or unfortunate <laughs> medical visits. But other than that, they really well, tell are us always about, together. Tell us about that experience and just in the sense of, so when, um, when you do go to the hospital, because there's. Like, it's asthma. Yeah, Jed has bad asthma. Mm-hmm. And so at, I think the first hospital visit, we went at six months, or it was like eight months, and we stayed over. That had to be very I confusing. Think, and I think it was confusing, but I think Cash really enjoyed being with Daddy, <laughs> and Jet really like enjoyed being with me by myself. Interesting, interesting. And uh, we, I don't know, she, to the hospital's Jet's place now. <laughs> yeah, like he really, I don't know, he had kind of fun there, except, I mean, at night, every time they had to wake him up, but, yeah. yeah. Because they're getting that one-on-one time that they don't typically get otherwise. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, time just flies when we do this, even with my with my delays. <laughs> the uh, So there's so much. I mean, there's the different temperaments. There's different personalities. There's different needs. There's how many hands do you need to do any single thing? Um, you know, do you always need two of you to do a bath time? Do you always need... Um, do you want to go sh- on errands and to Target with both kids, or are you like, no way, I don't want to do it? Um, then there's the whole misconceptions of the world, thinking that this is easy or that this is um, that you're calm all the time when you're when you're juggling from the inside out. Um, the final question is always the same: You've got this. You're doing it with style and finesse and um, masterfully, at least from outside. Um, and so. How would you say you got this as parents of twins? Um, you know, at this stage, toddlers, busy, climbing, active, and juggling, and for in some cases, the, the needs of older children. Katie, 
how have you got this? Just Even sleep deprived. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, every Tell day. me what that just means. Yeah. Um, you're just hit with a lot of different things all the time. Um, you do need a ton of hands if you can. Um, yeah, you just kind of go. There's Every day presents so many different things. It's hard to even think, qualify, quantify. It just is just different all the time. Yeah. You just, just do it. Okie doke. David, how have you got this? You speak for all dads of twins here. That's how I have it. I have Logan. I got super mom on my side. You know, oh, she's taking sweet. care of everything. You know, uh, you brought up a point before uh, uh, about routine. Sometimes we had to have a talk about this because, you know, she's got her routine, so I kind of have to take the back seat sometimes. And, uh, you know, sometimes that could be a little difficult for me. <laughs> sure, but, sure. But, I mean, that's how I have it because I know that she's doing a great job. That's nice. And, you know, I think in the years ahead, there's no question she's going to pass some of that on to you. (laughs) Out of desperation, out of exhaustion, um, and out of, you know, just saying, great, you know, take the lead and and I'm going to go away with my girlfriends for the weekend. (laughs) But it's, um, no, I I think that your willingness to, to, to... to, to be a, a partner in this is huge, and it makes a big, big difference to the boys because, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty cool kids. Cool. Logan, how have you got this? Um, I guess you just do it. You, just... you can't use anybody else's answer either. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, every day is different, and I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, when you start wanting to maybe have more kids, I think... <gasps> I don't know. I think you have it, you know, a little bit under control. Yeah. So when you when they were born, and you and out came twins, <laughs> and you didn't know anything else. It was just like whatever I whatever whatever I'm asked to do, I'm there to do it. I prayed for twins. Uh, I wanted twins so bad. Why? Um, actually, I wanted twin girls. <laughs> <laughs> So part of the prayer was answered, yeah, yeah, but perfectly. Yeah, it was just, uh, I don't even know why I wanted two or twins, I just, but now I know why, because double the love, double the hugs, double the kisses, everything. Oh, now how's that? Like, I prayed for twins and now I know why, because I've got these, these great boys. Yeah. Okay, Rita. (laughs) Hard to top. I mean, I, how do I how do I have this? I, I don't know if I have this. I, I think I do. You do. Um, so you don't do. have you a went choice. To a carnival. Yeah. And the dentist. Yeah. You got you it. You take dentist out. with three children today alone. I did. I did. You know, people say to me, "Do you have help?" No. You do it on your own. Other twin moms. How do you do it on your own? And I'm like, I just do. Yeah. You, you don't have a choice. You can't stop. I do it. I think I have it because I love my children, and. For so long, I wanted children, and it took me forever, and I went through so much, and it was so hard, and they're finally here, and I look at them every day, all three of them, and they're my miracles. And as hard as it gets, like, I still look at them and think back to those days that, you know, I didn't necessarily pray for twins. (laughs) I prayed just for children in general, and that's what I got. That's what God dealt me, and I'm I'm trying. I'm, I'm... I'm trying. It's all you can do is try every day. So about a year ago, I, um, I found myself losing my patience. 
right? And then I realized in that moment that um, you know I was I was trying to I was trying to get to work, you know, and uh, and I'm thinking here that okay, well. I gotta support the family, so I gotta go do my work, and I gotta, you know, I need some time, and you guys gotta calm down, and all that. And then I realized it hit me that nobody needs me more in this world right now than these two little guys, mm -hmm. and they don't need this house. They could take a one-bedroom apartment, and they just need the hugs and the love and all that. So when I when I realized that, um, you know, that nothing else matters really that I'm doing. In the end, it, I became a lot more patient, and uh, and I've also been praying for more patience. As well. <laughs> That's you know, but so um, huge. well, for yeah. When I realized that that I'm focused on me in this moment, mm -hmm. um, when I should be focused on them, it changed my whole way, my whole being. Wow! You have to think that way with twins. It's it's the calming. You you need to find. A calming, <laughs> a calming that's, the and that's storm. the takeaway for parents who don't have twins as well, or who Absolutely. just have four children. It's that idea of knowing that what they need from you, you have in so much abundance to give them, mm -hmm. and if you can keep that focus, it's it's all it's all right with the world, and you're all raising really great kids. Thanks for sharing tonight. Thank you. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.